guts, short sellers, sports teams, and celebrities. Today I'm talking about my 10 favorite documentaries from 2023. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm counting down my well not counting down rather just picking a 10 of my favorite documentaries in 2023 i avoid making like everything list form because picking a favorite's always weird at least to me so these are my favorites and it was another good year for documentary filmmaking it was also uh some ways not the best because there's a lot of kind of uh, regurgitated content kind of thrown out there stuff but there's always good stuff once you sift through it uh, nowadays a lot more than perhaps you would used to before so today I'm picking out 10 of my favorite documentaries that I have seen um, from 2023 there's obviously movies that I haven't gotten a chance to see yet that I might add to, I would perhaps add to the list later that I usually try to highlight after the fact but yeah so without further ado let's get started BS High a few years ago, the world was amused by the fake high school football team, Bishop Sycamore, getting blown out in terrifying fashion on ESPN. It was a story that only got worse as more and more details about the quote-unquote school and football program came to light before it quickly faded into obscurity. Using this memeable moment as a jumping-off point, this documentary dives deeper to see how the team's coach, Roy Johnson, pulled off this massive con. What follows is an infuriating documentary that reveals one systemic failure after another between the governing body that allowed Johnson to make a team to the fixer who put this program on national television. While there are a lot of things that will stick with viewers, including the terrible damage that Johnson did, the thing that's probably most revealing and terrifying is Johnson himself. Because given the chance to set the record straight or apologize, he seems most interested in being on camera and basking in the limelight again. Because, in essence, this is why this happened. This man wanted to feel special, and he used the bodies and futures of these young men to do it. And this is currently available on HBO Max. Next up, Little Richard, I Am Everything. The ups and downs of the rock and roll pioneer are meticulously detailed in this insightful and even-handed biodoc that has something for everyone. Pieced together from a healthy supply of photos, footage, and interviews, the film does its level best to tell Richard's stories and his many contradictions, how his image was entirely his own, and also a fantastic amalgamation of other queer black performers that came before him. How he was both a proudly bisexual man who changed the lyrics of his most favorite song, Tutti Frutti, to not being about having gay sex, who also turned to religion and spouted off Adam and Steve nonsense on talk shows. Or how he is both credited as a founder of rock and roll music as we know it, who felt and was perpetually underappreciated. It's also available on HBO Max. Next up, Satan Wants You. Tubi exclusives can run the gamut between amusing and absurdly terrible, but this documentary is a straightforward and unexpected gem. The film is a dive into the book that is credited with ramping up the satanic panic scare of the 80s, Michelle Remembers, and the figures behind it, Michelle Smith and her therapist Lawrence Pazder. While not in-depth look at the entire phenomenon of satanic panic, the film does an excellent job at demonstrating why this alleged work of nonfiction should have been viewed with suspicion from the jump, why it spread like wildfire, and how the public and media failed to catch it until it was far too late. And that's all before it loops back into the moral panics of today, a la QAnon, to remind us all that despite thinking we're smarter or more informed than we used to be, in many ways, we're not. And this one is available on Tubi. Next up, 
This is financial advice. Before Dan Olson released this video on his YouTube channel, Folding Ideas, I was convinced that any additional content about the GameStop stock fiasco was a fool's errand, doomed to repeat the same points that multiple documentaries and a feature film that came out within a month of this video, no less, already covered. What I didn't know is that the meme stock craze was just the jumping off point to a 2.5 hour dissection of a subculture I didn't even know existed, the believers and followers of MOAS, and yes, it's a very funny acronym. Essentially a doomsday stock cult dedicated to investing and losing money in failing businesses for the sake of a future payout that isn't coming. Like all of Olson's work, the video is aided by his dry comedic delivery, extensive research into these rarely traveled spaces, and insightful observations about why these people believe what they do, and the unfortunate human drives that lead people down paths of financial self-destruction and conspiracy. And this one is available on YouTube under the channel Folding Ideas. Next up, we have the history of the Minnesota Vikings. At some point, secret bases John Boy and Alexander... Alex Rubenstein will run out of fascinating teams that have never reached their sports mountaintop. But that'll have to wait until another year, because in 2023 they delivered another multi-part opus dedicated to the only NFL team that proudly wears purple, the Minnesota Vikings. Committed, as always, to highlighting teams that almost made it, Boy and Rubenstein's seven-episode series covers the Vikings from the 1960s and 70s Purple People Eaters to the 90s and 2000s air raid offense with Randy Moss and Chris Carter to the Minneapolis Miracle, with as much humor, history, and detail as regular viewers have come to expect. What makes the doc especially fascinating, at least for this sports fan, is how this particular team has been in the midst of some of the most famous and infamous moments in sports history, despite winning, never winning a Super Bowl. It's another reminder that despite every coach's pep talk saying that winning is everything, there's still plenty of ways to leave a legacy. And this one is available on YouTube on the channel Secret Base. Next up, American Symphony. The busiest and most tumultuous year in mu musician John Baptiste's life is covered in this intimate Netflix documentary. The film succeeds at being multiple things at once, a celebration of Baptiste's creative ethos, merging any and all kind of music into the one titular American symphony, a stream of consciousness year in the life look as Baptiste hits career high points like performing at and winning at the Grammys while his wife struggles with chemotherapy for cancer she already fended off once before and a meditation on the complicated ways that grief, joy, and creation, and beyond weave in and out of Baptiste's mind and life. It's a fascinating glimpse behind the curtain, and it's available on Netflix. Next up, Everybody. In an era where fear-mongering about trans people and anyone who refuses to buy into binary gender conformity, Everybody feels like essential viewing. Julie Cohen's film follows three intersex individuals as they share their experience growing up and being forced via surgery, society, and family to fit into a single gender expression. Not only does the film highlight an often ignored possibility for youth being born intersex and all of the fears and stigmas that come with it, but it also does an excellent job of dismantling all of the bad faith arguments used to reinforce regressive ideas about gender and sex. Sex is binary? It literally isn't for these three people. Families and doctors know best? All these people talk about how doctors made decisions for them and their anatomy without their consent when they were children that never felt right and often made them miserable. In a way few documentaries can or could, everybody asks a simple question. Do you believe in autonomy or conformity for your own comfort? And that's available on Peacock. Next up, we have Victim Suspect. Why don't you just go to the police? This is one of the first questions that any sexual assault victim who didn't immediately report the violent act against them has to answer. 
In this infuriating documentary from Netflix, investigative report, report journalist Ray DeLeon uncovers a disturbing pattern of what happens to women who do report assaults. They're often charged with making a false report. The film is suitably enraging and hopefully enlightening for those that still wonder why the barriers to reporting and convicting sexual assault are so high, as we watch multiple women coming off the worst trauma of their lives be re-traumatized by police and put in cuffs for daring to voice what happened because the man says he didn't do it. Why, why wouldn't someone go to the police? Well, why would they? Available on Netflix. Next up, I got a monster. In 2017, Baltimore was the center of a massive police corruption scandal as seven members of its elite gun trace task force received federal indictments for racketeering charges. But as this documentary shows, this indictment wasn't a surprise for the Baltimore community that had been terrorized and victimized by this unit for years. Centering around the group's leader, Wayne Jenkins, the film is a blow-by-blow -blow of the actions that led to Jenkins and company being investigated and the efforts that eventually brought them down. All the while, we get story after story from individuals whose lives were upended and ruined by this group's abuse of their powers in a city that continued to funnel resources into this group. And it's available on most rental platforms. Next up, Escaping Twin Flames. Love and connection are two of the most powerful human emotions and experiences, which is why this documentary about the still-active Twin Flames group and cult cuts so deep. As told by former members of the group and active members' families, the Netflix docuseries does an excellent job at tracking the group from its single couple foundation into the insulated cult it is today. What makes this series stand out, however, is how it brings in experts and former members to debunk its regressive claims about coupling, gender expression, stalking, and abuse, not as representatives or advocates for a more inclusive world, but as the weapons they, this group uses to keep them insulated from the outside world. And it's available on Netflix. So those are my favorite documentaries from the year, as I said, uh, not a not a comprehensive list of every single great documentary out there. I know there are some that some of you recommended to me. So yeah, if you have anything you think I missed, please let me know in the comments. And as always, have a good one, everybody. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.